This is Dale Jr., and you're listening to Dirty Mo' Radio. The 11 restart of fourth. He went down in a turn one, and the four just blasted her out on the outside of him. So, and then he ended up being about 14th once he got singled out there, just to let you know. I don't understand what your point is. Basically, uh, don't let somebody get on the outside of you. You're now listening to the Dale Jr. Download presented by awesome. Spy. Check out Dale Jr.'s signature Dirty Mo sunglasses from Spy at spyoptic.com. Hey everybody, it's Junior. Just got home from Fontana. It's a good, uneventful flight. A lot of fun, joking around on the on Twitter with everybody. It's middle of the dang night and nobody's up. But um, I'm gonna use downstairs, have a beer or two. It was a good weekend. The car was real, you know, competitive right out of the box. I thought we was gonna qualify better than we did. We had some pretty good laps in our mock qualifying runs. So, anyways, you know, practice went good both days. Qualifying didn't go as well as we'd like. You know, that place is real line sensitive. Maybe I didn't run the right line or something, but for the most part, I think, um, you know, we were kind of worried about how we ran at Phoenix and how we would rebound and how the car would uh, respond, whether we'd be as competitive as we thought we could be. And we were. So once the um, race started, the car was really good, kind of moving up through there a little bit at a time. It was real hard to pass guys because they wanted to run where you wanted to run. Everybody really liked that top groove. I could get my car to run through the middle of one and two, which um, not everybody could do. But So I had some options in one and two. But in three and four, it was right on the fence for pretty much everybody. So you couldn't really make much happen down there. Uh, Jimmy Johnson, from what I could see, was the only guy I was around that could do some things in the bottom of three and four. And I eventually got to where I was better down there later in the race. But... We uh, made some adjustments. The first round of adjustments didn't really do what we wanted, so we went the other way, and that was the direction we needed to go. Uh, Greg and the guys kept improving the car. The stops were real consistent. We had a loose wheel on the left rear, but it was going to be fine. Um, it shook pretty bad in the corner, but Greg said that it was on there pretty good, that we could you know, could have ran as long as we wanted to. So that was good. You know, you never want to have a loose wheel so, so bad that... Um, you got to get down pit road or the thing comes off on the racetrack and gets, gets the car tore up. You know, the guys are going to have a lug or two here and there that are going to be free. That's just the nature of it. You, you can expect to have some loose wheels here and there. You just hope that they're not real bad. So that wasn't too bad. We was able to get lucky and get a yellow. I just kind of took off, let, let off the gas a little bit and run that. Didn't run too hard with the loose wheel until we got a caution because we had about seven seconds on the guy behind us. Uh, the car kept getting better after you know each run and we got further into the race we got more competitive we turned in from you know we were like a seventh place car to a fifth place car to a third place car and that was really good good to see so we're still a little bit off of the four guys and it looks like the 41 has uh has a little bit of what the four has you know not every week but 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 i expect to see that more often and uh so we're they're still sort of the they were the class of the field all weekend this weekend and sort of seem to be the standard every weekend, at least the four is. So we're uh, we're still trying to figure out where their speed's at. and Otherwise, I think we, we're pretty competitive against, you know, we're, we're right there where the Penske cars are and right there with a couple other teams. But I was happy how the car kept getting better each run. Got to race my teammate Jimmy Johnson quite a bit. When I say race, we ran, you know, around each other a lot. Uh, you know, either he was faster or I was faster. And um, it was, again, hard to pass each other, but it was fun trying. 
you know, the end was tricky. We had a, we were sitting there running third, coming to the white. I thought we was going to get a third place finish there, and the caution come out on the back straightaway coming to the white, which is kind of frustrating. You know, you work all day long, you know, racing all damn day for every freaking spot. I mean, on pit road, on a restart, you grind every damn wall trying to get every inch you can to have it all decided on who takes two, four, none, who stays out, and you have and a green white freaking checkered. So that's real frustrating. I mean, you you uh, you know, there's some drivers said there was some stuff out there, so I guess they needed to throw the yellow for it. Anyhow, um, you hate to see you know race in like that. I know uh, you know it was exciting to see Brad get up there and make it happen and get the win, but. As a drive, from a driver standpoint, you know, you you don't run 400 damn miles to to have a green white checker. That's just not what you get up in the morning to do. But you know, sometimes it works in your favor and sometimes it doesn't. We lost a few spots on a restart. We gained a few back, and uh, we ended up you know round sixth place. And you know, not not everything we wanted, but not the end of the world either. So. You hope not. Every, you hope to not have to deal with that every weekend. Hopefully, we we'll get a get a good fast car one of these weekends, and we'll be the class of the field, and we can get out there and try to win us a race. But until then, these these consistent finishes and fast race cars are giving us a lot of confidence, giving us a lot of hope. Our car took off well on restarts today, which I was happy to see. We were able to make up a lot of ground on some restarts, and, and we restarted on the bottom, the top. It didn't seem to matter where we restarted. We we did really well, so. The cars are good. That says a lot about the cars themselves when you got that kind of confidence to be able to drive it in there and it do what you want it to. We um, head to Martinsville. We want to try to go down there and win another clock. And I think uh, we got plenty of places we can put one around here. So looking forward to this week. It's Amy's birthday this week. So we'll be celebrating that. And Chase is running his first race. A lot of stuff to be excited about. So. Looking forward to the race this weekend. Looking forward to getting in there and practicing a little bit. Then we're going to have to take a break for Easter. Hope everybody's doing good. Enjoy the download. Talk to you later. Really good stuff from Dale Jr. today with his uh, comments. So grateful for those. Uh, it is the Dale Jr. Download presented by Spy with Amanda, TJ, and Mike. My name is Taylor. Uh, we'll talk about all kinds of things today. You just heard uh, him talking about throwing the caution with two to go. Then they don't throw the yellow when there's cars wrecked, uh, and we'll get to that in just a minute. Mm, I don't even, that's 16 car, man. I'm, I'm, my blood is still boiling. I've had 24 hours, Mike Davis, to try to calm down, and my blood is still boiling. We'll get to that. The restart master, the battle with JJ, Mike Davis, with a, a tweet that truly made me howl laughing out loud in my house. <laughs> we got all kinds of good stuff to get to here today. How are y'all doing? We're doing good. Amanda's already admonished me because I'm chewing a peppermint in the microphone, and she's saying, we can hear that. Yeah. And so I'm already in trouble. <laughs> we started this show off normal. Well, we're um, always professional. Yeah, yeah, you know. Uh, but, you know, yeah, all those things you just said. I mean, I, I don't even know where to start. We, we could start with Biffle, but I know we're going to end with Biffle, too, so yeah. maybe we don't go there. Uh, the, the race with Jimmy was exceptional. I just yeah. enjoyed watching that race at the end. They were just trading that spot uh, yeah. over and over again. 
I, I still don't even know what I think about the, the, the cautions and stuff. So I'm anxious to hear what you guys have to say about it. And, and I'm anxious to honestly hear what Reaction Theater has to say about it. Well, TJ tries to bring level-headed perspective. Before we yeah. get into, you know, we don't like I'm, level-headed I'm perspective. I'm sure they're nailing but be- Biffle. <laughs> before we uh, would do that, the, the race with, J- with Jimmy was awesome. Uh, yeah. And Mike's uh, tweet that <laughs> really made me, to the point where my family came in to make sure I was okay, uh, was retweet if you want to beat Jimmy Johnson, fave if you want to beat Jimmy Johnson. Uh, really that just was, wanted to beat Jimmy Johnson, Taylor. <laughs> I can tell. And I think <laughs> – you do such a good job of representing Junior Nation and <laughs> and saying what all of us are feeling, and that's exactly what I think all of us are feeling. I, I I love Jimmy Johnson. I think he's a wonderful guy. A lot of people don't want to hear that, but my goodness, I wanted to be in front of him at the end of that race uh, with that with that battle. That was really cool. And TJ, like Junior said, God, I couldn't agree more. I just didn't want to see that caution come out. And look, if if there really was debris, and certainly you could speak to that better than anybody being up there then that's fine. I understand if, if other drivers were complaining. But like you said, you work so hard. You battle your ass off to get in that position. You, you battle Jimmy for third. You, you've earned it. You think that's what you're going to get. And then, I mean, let's be honest, it's kind of like UCLA in the Sweet 16. Something fluky yeah. happens Definitely. in the last couple of green-white checkers. And, look, congratulations for Brad, Dirty Mo resident. But that was fluky. What happened the last couple of green white checkers was fluky and he, some dude yeah. driving a golf the, the cart was blocking think, the 88 you know the last one i i agree with because i mean i saw the, i saw it fly up in the air and you, you can't race with a bumper cover on I the say that was larson's bumper yeah cover, wasn't you, it? you yeah. had to throw it but the one before that you know i the one where we would have finished third yeah, yeah. I, that that to me was very questionable i mean you got the guys up there that have pretty much earned it all day racing for the win and those are the guys that probably deserved to win. Not that Brad didn't deserve to win, but those were the guys that had raced hard all day and, and you know, made all them pit stops, made all them adjustments, and still were up there, you know. And I don't know, for, for something as low as it was on the racetrack and and uh, for the, to, to throw it at that point, I mm. don't know if I personally well, would have done it. But Here was you know. the quote from the race director, Richard, uh, Richard Buck, or the series director. We got multiple reports over the radio and confirmed it that there was a piece of material, something in the racing groove, and so we went ahead to call the caution. By the time that we called the caution, somebody had hit it. I don't have the piece back yet. We always ask the safety cleanup crews to return that to us. Uh, there were multiple reports of debris on the track. Man, I don't know. I, I, I sure would like to see the piece of debris. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean if that's true, then uh, I, get, I get it, but uh, there's – there are all kinds of people claiming conspiracy, even some drivers that we know and love. Um, it's just part that we're claiming it. conspiracy, especially given um, all that the driver of the forty-one has put himself through personally, and others have put him through, etc. So that's yeah, that's interesting. I don't know. I think we could have. I mean, I, I saw a picture of it later on and where it was sitting, and to me, that wasn't in the racing groove. If somebody hit it, they were probably getting down out of the way. There's no way you hit that at speed. Oh, like, you saw it. I saw a still image of it, of what they say was the piece they called it for, or somebody said, it wasn't from NASCAR or something like that, but somebody had a screenshot of video head on, and we were running third. I could see the two leaders, and we were back there. Th- we were up against the wall off the corner, and it was three grooves lower than what the leaders were. So if the leaders, that's not really in the groove to me. I mean, we ran a whole lap at Watkins Glen with oil on the track and finished the race. But honestly, you know? though, but you, what it sounds like is you're saying that it was on the racetrack. It wasn't even on the apron. You're just no, it wasn't it was, on the apron. It was it up was on, on the racetrack. On the track. But so, like, honestly, the, you know, we don't want to get to a point where we're calling 
debris cautions, whether it's in the groove or not. I mean, if it's on the yeah. track, yeah, then you gotta throw then it. Then I, I think you gotta throw it. I don't. I don't. I mean, to me, to me, it could have. It could have went. It could have been a coin flip. It could have. I mean, it could have been a coin on the racetrack. I don't know. <laughs> you know what I mean? It could have been a quarter with the sun hitting it right. I don't know. Yeah. But it, it, to me, it was close enough to the racing groove that I like. I they threw it because I don't want to see Landon Castle get out of the way and run over it and go down and turn three and blow a tire and tear his car up. I don't want to see that. So they it, they probably did the right thing by it. But well, and know. Mike Davis, you and I are rabid college football fans, and I, I love. Talking college football, shameless plug on Sirius XM channel ninety one. Yes, you do. All one every, word. every day. Um, Is it all one word? Seven, <laughs> seven to ten AM Eastern, channel ninety one, Monday through Friday. Um, what I love most about college football, Mike, is how much you have to earn it. Every single game is so precious. It's not the case in the NFL. Eight and eight and nine and seven teams make the playoffs. It's certainly look, I love March Madness. Everybody loves the tournament, but the tournament can be fluky. See UCLA see the Wolfpack. I'm glad the Wolfpack's there, but come on. They're not one of the 16 best teams in college basketball. Um, we see fluky things happen. I love college football because you don't see fluky things happen. The thing that I don't, uh, I completely agree with Dale Jr. about, Mike, is you work so hard all day with strategy for a weekend on strategy and how to improve the car, what works, what doesn't, qualifying, all that. And you you come up through the field and you make all these improvements. You got a great car. You're battling Jimmy Johnson. You, you've earned third place, and then something fluky happens. I, look, I know that happens. That's part of the that's part of racing, and it certainly has helped Dale Jr. It certainly hurt Dale Jr. and everyone else. I, I would have preferred, like he did, for that not to happen. So we would have gotten an honest account of who finished where. Well, isn't that always the case, though? Anytime we have yeah. this conversation, that's how it, it always is. But but no, 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 seriously, like if you take Daytona, the, the reason people are upset is because they preferred it to end another way, or they preferred it to, you know, th there was a preference, and it usually has something to do with how their driver would have finished. Yeah, sure. Compared compared to how they ended up finishing because of the flukiness. Yeah, it's always like that. I don't know how to fix. I don't know what solution there is to fix that. No, there I mean, isn't one. There isn't one. I'm you know, just saying. I agree with Junior. I wish we'd never had any sure, of that happen. I, sure, I do too. In uh, the same token, I, I don't really buy any of this. You know, uh, NASCAR didn't want Kurt Busch to win. I don't. No. I don't believe that. No, that's I, not. I, do I, that. I think that if that was the case, they wouldn't have let him back in the sport. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think it just happened to be a coincidence. He happens to be leading, and he was having this really good race with Kevin Harvick. But Kurt Busch could have still won the race with the caution. Yeah, if something happens and we win that race, everyone's going to love it Here's, because we now, weren't going to win it before that. You know, if something happens yeah. and we get the we go to the bottom and they all get jammed up and they kind of wreck up high and we come out of there leading it somehow. Hey, everyone yeah. loves well, it. Did Kozlowski not restart seventeenth on that yeah. first green white checker? Oh yeah, I think yeah, it was thirteenth. Yeah, it was he, was, he was back there. They yeah. said they said seventeenth on the, really? in wow. the media center yesterday. Well, there's two of them, yeah. So maybe it was the seventeenth, the second to last one. I now think he was that 13th. Taylor is a fluke, and that's why Taylor. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is listen, I'm not. Everybody loves Brad. TJ's real close friends with Brad. I've got nothing against him. Brad Keselowski winning that race was fluky. He said it. Yeah, yeah. yeah Brad said he goes. This was luck. Oh but yeah. Tyler and I were talking about it this morning, and he was saying, you know, I wish we would have taken four tires. And I said, I don't know how you could have taken four tires if you're us. Yeah, we were in a we were in a spot where we would have. Well, you can't plan on another call. No, it's absolutely you the can't right call. Plan on it. You know, Brad was hoping to get back to. He was hoping to get back to 
That's fifth right. or sixth. That's and right. He got another caution, which fell completely his way. We yeah. were hoping to go from you know fifth, sixth, seventh to the lead. In Brad's fact, let me ask you, TJ, there. if if Greg Biffle and his team make the right decision to not stay out on the track and go in pit, it, what position do you think the eighty-eight finishes with? Um, you know, if, if he wasn't out there, that would have put us one spot higher. We would have been in the outside lane. Um, we might have got a few of them in one and two. Uh, we probably would have been top five easily. Well, still. we restarted second right there. Or second, we yeah. came off pit road second, second. on tires. On, yeah. uh, right. There were three cars that stayed out. And then uh, was it Harvick? Who, who was in front of us? Who, who came out first? It was the 41, wasn't it? Yeah. The 41, 41 was yep. in front. Harvick he was, on the was behind. Yeah. He was behind. So, yeah, we passed Harvick on pit road. So we, we were fifth. We were fifth, yep. but second on tires. Yeah. Uh, I mean. Uh, what could have been? I, I don't yeah. know. It's just Man, it's part of it, man. Good. Yeah, it is. Like it Greg, is. Greg did absolutely nothing wrong. I mean, they had no. No. they oh, had a oh, terrible oh. day, and they were just trying to oh, Biffle. they were yeah. trying to well. make they were trying to make something of it. You know, we we've been in that boat before, and we've tried to make something out of a bad day, and we just happened to be that car behind him. He has every right to stay out. You know what I mean? He has every right mm. to try to make the best day he can. And yeah, but when you but when TJ when you know you don't you you can't be competitive. How do you how do you have every right to stay out? I mean, you got to go around that tr- track twice with that kind of car, and you know good and well it's not very competitive, and you're racing in twenty some odd position all day. I mean, you know good and well you're going to get run over, or you're going to cause a, com- a huge pileup. Let me. Yeah. It's just me, hard for me to imagine. I think that's the pl- Greg that's Biffle the finishing the race in the top five or six with that kind of car. No, I don't think he was aiming for a top five or six. I think he was aiming for more like a tenth. And that's what you kind of hope, man. You kind of hope they go down there and get jammed up behind you and get slowed down and spread out enough and that only a few of them get you, you know, compared to where he mm. was running all day, which was what, like 20th, 25th? He was 25th when he stayed yeah. out. So so imagine 25th to 10th for him in that day that he oh, no, was I mean, having, I get the strategy. You know? I just think it's unrealistic yeah. given how uh, I mean, lack, yeah. how uncompetitive his car was, Mike. Here's how. I, here's what I'll say about that. Yeah. I mean, I Earlier in the race, Tony Stewart stayed out on old tires. And he dropped like a rock. But it Did, took a while. It took him. It took him. I didn't think it took a while. I mean, how I took him. He was out of the top ten in no time. In about, it took about four or five last four years out of the top ten because he hung on a little bit. It wasn't. It wasn't terrible because Truex did it at the same time as he did. That's right. And Truex was able to hang on though. They had two tires. They both had two tires. They had right sides. That's right. At that point. That's right. Okay, mm-hmm. so they were on two tires. They were on two Biffle's tires. Biffle's going to go out there with the three other cars. And I, and, or yeah. with the two other cars. I don't know who those other two were. I it can't remember. It was Stewart. He stayed out. And I think Jeff Gordon. Was it, it Jeff was. Gordon? It those was. three Gordon had stayed lead, out. And then yeah, it was Jeff. Kurt comes off pit road Where first. Where did they finish? And then Tony finished seventh or something. Where, yeah, I mean, I. Okay, so uh, you convinced me. Okay, but I still don't like it. That's twelve. Yeah, I don't <laughs> yeah. like because we were behind him. But I mean, that's twelve positions better Man. than what they would have been. I roughly. just I mean, look us. at look at how uncompetitive it was. Uh, just right off of the restart. I just that, that, I, I understand yeah. other what what the strategy is and what others were able to do with it. Yeah. Um. I don't know, man. And I and again, we're all we're, I'm biased and. Yeah, uh, I mean, it, if they go, we all go in there and get shuffled, and he gets he drives away a little bit, and he's running seventh, coming to the white flag, and he gets passed by four more cars that lap. That's still fifteen spot. That's still twelve to something. That's still twelve better than what he was. Your point though, Jeff Gordon did the same thing, <clears throat> staying out with no tires, and yeah. he finished tenth. There you go. I mean, that's, uh, Stewart finished fourteenth. Oh, and okay. granted, Jeff's car was a little bit better than Greg's all day, but Jeff struggled at times too. You know, and he wasn't. Every time I looked at him, he was. What twelfth to fifteenth himself, roughly? Yeah. 
You know, well, so. the decision to stay out uh, led Greg Biffle to a 32nd place finish. Yeah, so. well, we crashed yeah. too. Yeah, we crashed. Can, yeah, it, we can go back and forth about it. I will say this: I love the race. I really, I yeah. like that track. I thought the crowd was terrific. Yeah, uh, it was. a lot of people. You know, Dale Junior's been tweeting a lot about this. Kevin Harvick, who keeps winning for uh, Junior Motorsports and everyone else in between, every single time he climbs into a race car, uh, has been talking about uh, single events at a track. And man, so Fontana's doing it right. There's no question. That was a great yeah. atmosphere yesterday, and it was—I thought it was a really good race. It started on Friday. You, I looked down, and there was a there was a crowd for practice and qualifying. I mean, a decent crowd for that, and uh, it was actually um, pretty cool to see. I mean, it's it's pretty fun to see. You know, I don't I don't know what their hot dog prices were and stuff, but it was pretty cool to see people bringing their families out and stuff. And the better question is, are they using the same hot dogs as they've been using? Uh, for the last know. 70 years. Probably. <laughs> Probably are. Hopefully although, not the ones from the prior year. Although out yeah. there, they got a lot of different foods than they do over here on the East Coast. They got, like, taco stands and stuff all over. There you go. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I, I got nothing else to add to it. Yeah, I mean, the tacos are great. They, do. Makes they me have hungry. taco it's stands different. in the infield. They I'll do. give you when that. I think, when I think hot dogs, I think about uh, the place that uh, we're going next, uh, Martinsville. Yep. And trying to get another clock. Uh, that that should be a lot of fun. Uh, a couple other things I got to ask you about before we move on. Before we got Reaction Theater, which, if you're a fan of the 16, I, I can't imagine what that's going to be like. You know, we we talk about you know throwing the caution, not to throw the caution. What about not throwing the yellow, TJ, on the very last time around the track? Yeah, TJ, speak for this. Yeah, that that caught that caught me off guard. But I will. I mean, it was pretty much a single car incident. And he kept rolling. So I think if he would have stopped at all, the caution would have came out. So he never stopped, though. He spun out and, and he kept moving. You know, I think if he would have came to a complete stop at any point, they would have thrown the caution, which actually, you know, I got to give it to him for not for not throwing the caution because nobody wants to see the race end right then. You want to race back, even though we lost a spot probably because of it. But you don't want to see the race end when there's a – when there's a chance he could go green, and, and Greg did a good job of getting it rolling and, and staying clear and letting the guys race back. So, um, you know, good job to them for letting it play out. I mean, I know it's a big track, and you got time to see what happens, but single-car incident, nobody – he didn't hit the wall hard. He was just spinning on the front stretch and, you know, ended up being able to finish the race under green. I, I agree with the call. Before we get into Reaction Theater, let's take a moment to remind everyone how to get a pair of Spy Shades at a discount. Go online to spyoptic.com and check out Dale Jr.'s signature Spy 88 collection. Pay close attention here, Mike Davis. Okay. It includes the Dirty Mode, McCoy, Quanta, General, and Farah for the ladies. All styles include the Happy Lens technology. Once at checkout, enter discount code NATIONWIDE88 and receive 20% off your purchase. That is 88 Nationwide eight eight. There you go. Oh yeah, we use the uh, the numerals. Don't spell yes. it out. <laughs> yes, nationwide number the number eight and then a number eight again, and you receive twenty percent off of your purchase. You can scream Dale yeah too. They'll probably help you out. All right, let's go to Reaction Theater. Sorry, Greg. God, I hate seeing that little win. And Greg Bessel, he gets the head of the race award. They could have put eight tires on that car and give him a half a track head start, and he still couldn't win a f***ing race. Man, that sucked. Bush changed his line on the last lap, and that f***ing stayed high. He'd be in victory lane right now. That's six <laughs> beeps right out of the gate. That's really a funny visual with Biffle having eight tires on the back stretch, but <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that stunk. Yeah. Who's next? 
March 22nd, 2015, the day NASCAR officially jumped the shark. I don't know how David Heath sleeps at night. You throw a caution with two laps to go, a lap and a half to go because there's a paper cup outside of turn three, yet you leave a car sitting on the front stretch coming to, to the checkered flag. You don't let them run at Daytona. You let them run at Fontana. 16 to go to recall. It's WWE. Kurt Busch got it right. Hashtag fire hoots. Hashtag six beers. Mm-hmm. Good drinking day there for you. I, I yeah. will say this. Uh, I mentioned this, you know, several weeks ago when we were talking about this after Daytona. I don't think you can compare you can't. scenarios no. on, when it, on when you throw a caution when you can't. I just don't the think that. are different. Daytona, you cannot there was compare them. There was actual stopped cars where they needed to get there equipment to There was a stopped cars, right. They needed to get equipment to that guy. Yeah. Biffle, Biffle never stopped. He kept rolling the whole time. Right. And, hey, they let him. I mean, I, I applaud him for letting it roll. I would also like to defend David Hoots because I love David Hoots, and he is not the only man in that yeah. booth that's making decisions. No, he calls so. a great race. Here we go, Amanda. Wow. Amanda Hashtag loves David Hoots. I do. Hashtag Amanda on fire. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Hashtag defend Hoots. All right, who's next? Somebody give me Boris Sitt's phone number and Greg Biffle's address because I'm picking Boris Sitt up in my 2002 Dodge Neon, and we're going to go kick Greg Biffle's ass. That's right. We're going to win that damn race. And you know why we didn't win that race? Because Greg Biffle blocked us, and I can't find my Daily Ad t-shirt. Anyway, good job to all the 88 crew. We had a fast car. We were going to win that. I don't know, man. We'll get him at Martinville. Daily yeah. Daily yeah. I like that. Where was that? Was that Sonoma or yeah. Watkins, Watkins Glen? Watkins yeah. Glen. Oh yeah, scaredy cat. Glenn. That's what he called it. Oh, scaredy yeah, cat. I'd also like to point out we have more Dirty Mo Radio shirts on sale. Yeah, you can always Watkins buy another one. Hoss. I'd be a tremendous yeah. fan of that dude showing up in his Dodge Neon with Boris said at Biffle's house. I wonder if that's an Uber oh. Neon. Do you think he's that's an Uber true. car? <laughs> 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 all right, who's next? Look, Mike, I know Brad Keselowski is you guys' friend and all, but just like you don't like Logano, I can't. Stomach bread. I wish he put his f-ing head in there, ring that bell on his f-ing brain. I just can't stand his ass. Well, you need to talk to TJ Majors. He's I, I, man, I, I know him. Oh, come on, now. y'all are tight. I know him a little bit. You're tight with him too, Mike. Don't act like you yeah. don't know the dude. I mean, I, I mean, he's Listen, he ran went, for Junior Motorsports, and things went his way that race. There's not nothing yeah. you can really. All do of about a sudden, it. Mike Davis doesn't know Brad Keselowski. Not this week, Taylor. Tweeting at Mike Davis <laughs> all the time. It's not yeah. like you're. It's not like no, you. I've never heard of. How do you say? How do you pronounce his last name? Come on now, Crashelowski. Crashelowski. That's what I call him. <laughs> <laughs> no, I yeah, I got nothing bad to say about Brad, but hey, listen, yeah. I respect everybody's opinion, and Brad does too. Brad, you're, Brad. Friend, you're the one that's friends with him, TJ. Yeah. Well, no, no. Listen, Brad wasn't the best man in my wedding, Taylor. <laughs> TJ, on the other hand. Well, yay. They're tight. I know him a little that's bit. okay. Who's next? What in the hell is up with NASCAR today? Daytona, wreck on the backstretch, no obstruction at start-finish line, caution. Fontana, Biffle wrecks at start-finish line, no caution. This is starting to turn into the Brian France soap opera. Anyways, Junior finished sixth. And now where we head to next week, TikTok. It's Martinsville. We're on our way to another club. Dale, yeah. Yeah, you can't compare Rex, though. They needed it. It doesn't matter where they're out, like where the start-finish line is or where they're just If they got to get safety equipment out, you can't have cars at speed pulling safety cars out there. And, I, uh, I agree, but I will say that Nate Ryan had a compelling argument to, uh, on Twitter. Go to his Twitter feed. I guess it's at Nate Ryan. I don't know what it is, but uh, – uh, he had a couple points that he made, and he says, listen, if a car is turned around backwards and you say you err on the side of safety 
and you also admit that the, you're looking for debris, does a car that spun backwards not possibly put off debris? Yeah. I don't know the answer to that. I mean, I, I would think you'd have to hit something for there really legitimately had to be debris. But yeah, I, guess I mean, not. I looked on the front stretch, and immediately I looked because I knew we were coming around there. But I didn't see anything right away. It doesn't mean there weren't a couple small pieces yeah. here or there. But you're coming but they, back. They, they coming back to the checker. You're coming I mean, back. Listen, you're not going. Both, yeah, you're slowing down. TJ's right. Every single caution is different. But both of those were debatable, in my opinion. Who's next? Man, I don't know if it's the whiskey or the fact that some dude named Keselowski came from freaking nowhere and won a race that I didn't even see his ass in, or the fact that Junior raced good and was, was really aggressive. Well, I'm confused, but I don't know if I should be pissed off that we been sick or happy because we didn't get wrecked in the melee or disappointed because there wasn't a flag thrown for that dude spinning out on the front stretch. So I think I'm just going to go sit down and drink some more whiskey. There uh, you go. No beers, half a gallon of Jim Beam, a couple of cans of Coke. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Wow. Well, that's a fun yeah. Sunday right You're there. You're the real winner, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you won, bud. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Victory yeah. lane. That ain't luck. All right, who's next? I am so mad, and I don't even care if I get on Reaction Theater, but I am so mad. Could somebody just please, please, please explain to me why there was not a caution thrown on that last lap when, who was that, Denny Hamlin that spun around? I do not understand how he's in front of the track, and he spins around, and there's no caution. There should have been a caution. And Dale really got screwed over, didn't he? Yeah, he did. All right. Just had a rant. Thanks. Bye. It was a good rant. rant. Good yeah. one. You ever been, have you ever been so mad where you don't spit it out correctly? That's why I felt she was. <laughs> yeah. That's what she was. Yeah. It happens, I, yeah. I yeah. still agree with Mike, though. You have to call each caution is a very unique. It's own. It's its own. Yeah, it's book. its own deal. Yeah. There wasn't anybody else to come past Greg either. Did you notice that he was the last car? The next car to come past Greg was going to be the leader. So you didn't have to worry about slowing any other cars down either. Well, I didn't even realize that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. if there was more cars coming at him racing for position, they would have probably had to throw the caution. But he was the very last car. so And he never came to a complete stop. So I think they made the right call. There you go. All right, who's next? Are you kidding me, Greg Biffle? You bug-eyed son of a Oh, oh, ran 25th all day, and, and then you're going to stay out on old tires. Like, you got a chance to win a race. It's unbelievable. And then, yeah, you finally wrecked it after you damn near cost us a top 10. It, it's unbelievable. Way to go, Jr. You willed it, man. Good job to the whole nationwide crew. <laughs> oh, man, calling. Now, now the Biff is in trouble. Yeah, there. Now we're you attacking. Now we're attacking his looks. Yeah, yeah. You knew it was coming. Yeah, I knew it was coming. I might have even encouraged it a little bit. <laughs> yes, I think you did. Just, <laughs> just a wee bit. Who's next? Just leaving Auto Club Speedway right now, and I want to know what the Jeff Gordon is thinking. Staying out, we go off pit road too. Biffle, Biffle just said his team's dying of slow death. Well, he's the race die of slow death when you stay out and back everybody up like that. Unbelievable. That was our shot to win. We got backed up. With that, though, strong run from the 88. Loved it. Half a fifth of Jim Bean and uh, one, two, three, three Bud Lights and one Margarita. And I'll go to <laughs> that's, was that the track? That's new leader yeah. right there. He actually counted the empties that were sitting in front that's of him. That's funny, yeah. <laughs> when, you, when you count your empties, good. you're leading. And there that's are, pretty, that is pretty strong. Half a bottle of beam. <laughs> he's counting the Bud Lights in front of him and a margarita in and there. I, I know where that margarita uh, stand is because Brad Burroughs used to go out there with us to drive. Oh, and, uh, yeah, you know, you're He would right. be sit there all weekend, that. And, and he always uh, hit that margarita <laughs> stand. That's right. Hey, uh, that's six beeps on that call. That ties our uh, first call. 
I'm trying to see who gets the record. I think we got to give a Dirty Mo Radio hat to whoever yeah. had the most beats. I this think week. this guy's leading, though, because he counted his empties. When you count your That's empties, pretty significant. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. When you count your empties, yeah. that is impressive. Well, Greg Biffle messed it up for everybody, but I can't say he really did anything wrong as bad as I hate it. He was just doing his best to block and stay in front. At least we beat Jimmy and Johnson. I hate that dude. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my gosh. That's funny. Uh, oh, man. You nailed it. Even though Jimmy's actually a really nice guy. But he's a wonderful guy, but that's a hilarious. He would la- <laughs> There's nobody that would laugh harder at that uh, call than Jimmy Johnson, actually. No. Who's next? No. Oh, my God, people. Seriously, get a life. First, you complain because NASCAR finishes the race under caution. Now you're all in an uproar because they didn't call a caution to finish this race. You can't have a cake and eat it, too. Either you want it under caution or you don't. I prefer the way it was raced today. Thank you, NASCAR. And Junior Six, not a bad finish again. Hopefully he's going to get that win for us, Junior Nation, soon. I didn't want to have to say it, but she's right. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of people that sit there and complain when uh, races end under caution why they didn't let it race yeah. out. This is the exact opposite. There that. was no threat when the leaders got into the finish line to finish the race. There was absolutely no threat at all. Every car was rolling on the racetrack. Nobody needed attention at all. So... There was no need My for point it. is is that I people get mad. I just can't stand when TJ is so level-headed. It really bothers me. <laughs> you just have to tell the truth and be objective and fair. I guess I'm just wondering, why is it? Why, why are so many people mad that a race didn't end under caution? Like, I've never even heard this, to be honest with you. Usually yeah. the argument is, well, why didn't they I, let it play out? We want to see a race end under green. Yeah. And when, they, when it ends under caution, people are, people are furious. I did enjoy Greg Biffle running, uh, yeah. doing cartwheels on the track, though. That was fun. <laughs> Who's next? Daniel, <laughs> you go, eighty-eight. I'm loving it from tenth to sixth. Woo! <laughs> I am so glad Kurt Busch didn't win. Over and out. Go, eighty-eight. Woo! I love it. That's I awesome. love it. I may not have been any bo- uh, bleeps, but that was a lot of woos. That was. That was pretty good. <laughs> was that you, Amanda? <laughs> <laughs> I was up late working. Hey, listen. When I see oh, really? When I see Junior, oh, really? when I see Junior restarting like that, that makes me want to do that too. I'm telling you, I love those restarts. Yeah, well, I take credit for most of them. Oh, I do. oh here we go. And now yeah. coming down. Okay, now, now he's re- being irrational again. I mean, here do, you we not listen, do you not listen to the restarts? <laughs> I do we listen, got, yes. Got a really I, good I also system. listened to Dale Jr., and he didn't actually use your name when he well, talked he, about why not, those restarts would have been better. He's not going to ever use my name. Ready? Go, go. Green, green, green. Go, go, go. No, yeah, that's we, the whole thing. That's hard. Yeah. That's real hard, really hard to do. Ready? Look for a green flag and go green, green. We have a really good system, and it's working It's that third green that really makes the difference. All right, who's next? (laughs) The things I hate today. I hate that I missed most of my church service. I hate that Kurt Busch couldn't hold back Keselowski. I hate that Keselowski won. I hate that Jimmy Johnson is Jimmy Johnson. I hate that Greg Biffle parked his motorhome in front of the field on the last week's start. Things I love today. I love that Dale wheeled the 88 car back up to six. I love that Greg Biffle finished 32nd after wrecking on the last lap. Dale, yeah. That's really strong right there. That's good. Well thought out. All right. This next one had a lot of fun. Here we go. Because he's Biffle. Clap along if you feel Biffle is out of time. Because he's Biffle. Clap along if you feel Jack Roush is past his prime. Because he's Biffle. Clap along if you feel Biffle held Jr. up. Because he's Biffle. Clap along if you see Biffle won't ever win a cup. Hashtag, hell yeah. Hashtag 15 beers. Oh, man. 
win. Yeah, that's <laughs> I think that's winner. A, that's a hat. Oh, yeah. That's a winner. Wow. Yeah. That's really strong. Please do another one next week. That's <laughs> to really, a, to a new <laughs> really, song. really strong. I can tell what the song was. Too. I they can't. Did, they did good, man. You that's your buddy, Submarine Mike, that you met in Daytona. Oh. Was a, Submarine that was Mike. a guy? Yeah. Oh. Well, oh, at the end. He was at the end. Here we go. That, that's a good one. That's awesome. Let's play one more. What the hell was Greg Biffle <laughs> thinking? That was bull <laughs> He was in the way and shouldn't even been out there to begin with with damn no tires. I know one thing at Morningsville. I'm buying two tickets. You know why? Because the first one I'm going to get thrown out of for throwing a beer can at Greg Biffle. And then I use the second one to get back in. Go, Bill. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, I got a question, though. People are just nailing Greg Biffle, but do you think Greg made the call to stay out? Uh, it's, it's his fault for driving a dump truck. Listen, he was the one driving the dump truck. I mean, truck. Greg doesn't choose the dump truck. The dump truck chooses him. Hey, listen. Yeah. Let, let me just say this. Pull over. Let me just say this. <laughs> Biffle's not having a good season. No, he's not. B- no. And, and Biffle pretty much threw his team right under the bus this past week, he sort of retracted it a little bit, but we yeah. knew where he was going. He was, oh, he, I yeah. think, he said some stuff that man, I couldn't believe, and that's what Biffle does. I mean, Biffle is a very honest guy, and he wears he his is. emotions on his sleeve. So, Clap you know, if, along if, if, if you feel that <laughs> Biffle won't win the cup, <laughs> that's awesome. Ugh. I have, yeah. more, I got more of a problem with the six than I do the sixteen. That one or two laps down, you're not even elite. You're not even in the lucky dog position. You're riding right in the groove for three laps. We almost clear. Then you drive back around the outside of us for absolutely zero percent reasoning, like nothing. Like there's absolutely no common racing sense in those moves at all. Is it Trevor Bain? Yeah. Why don't you right. just say his name? Why you got to use his card? Why racing, man? I I just use numbers. Okay. I don't know. Hat's got all kinds of things going on. I didn't on. know the 17 was in the race. <laughs> it could be. Good heavens. Right, Reaction Theater is open 24-7. All you have to do is call toll-free 1-855-740-1902. Leave us your voicemail message, and we'll play the best each week right here on Dirty Mo Radio. Time now for It Takes a Nation, presented by Nationwide. I tell you what, guys, I am pumped for our guests on this week's Takes a Nation segment. I've been looking forward to this all year. This guy is who I've been wanting on this segment when we came up with this segment. If you have watched... The new Nationwide Insurance ad campaign, the one that's going on right now with the car being built in the garage by the people in Junior's life. There is a gentleman by the name of Sean, along with a man named Sonny, who is mentioned by Dale Jr. in the commercial. And if you watch closely, Sean and Sonny are working on the car. In the studio today is Sean Brawley, who is Junior's buddy for years and years. How long have you been Junior's pal? I think we've known each other for about 15 years now. That's a long, long time now. Years. Yeah, real and, long time. And you live on the property. You have lived on the property for a long time. You lived with Martin Truex Jr. when Ju- when Truex lived on the property. Yep, when he was back-to-back champion. You were dirty mo through and through. Yes, I was. Been there from the beginning. Actually, before Jr. even moved out there. I That's lived, actually true. I lived in the house down there. Jr. kind of lives on your land. <laughs> sort of, kind of, but he footed the bill. <laughs> How did you end up in this nationwide commercial? Uh, I got an email from uh, one of the ladies here at Junior Motorsports asking if I'd be willing to help out in a commercial. And I was like, sure, you know, I'll help out. I always try to help him out whenever he comes and asks me, you know, to do something like that. So I headed over to the Speedway with Sonny, and uh, they got us all fixed up, makeup. 
You didn't need any makeup now, Sean. Oh, You're good they, man. No, they put makeup on me okay. and everything. I was I was surprised <laughs> and uh then they called me called us to the set, told us what we were gonna be doing and uh met the producer and he was really cool. So uh and then we did our thing. So well, it was really neat. We should tell people who Sonny is if they don't know already. How would you describe Sonny? Sonny is my daddy in law. Yeah, he, he's that. But Sonny, uh, he he runs the property. He runs yeah, Dirty Mo Acres. He's the property manager. Yeah, he's you know I, I've heard Dale call him like if if he has one person to put in a foxhole with him, Sonny's his guy. Yep. And, and, and I'm gonna tell you something, that's the truth. Sonny has uh, been there for Dale, and Sonny and Sean they lived there at Dirty Mo Acres, and so when. We were looking for people to put into this uh, nationwide commercial. Nationwide came to us and said, hey, we're wanting some uh, some friends of Dale's. Yeah. You know, we're going to try to find some fans. We're going to, you know, Amy. Well, when, when when the friend slot came up and we said, well, you know, we've got to get Sean and Sonny in that thing because uh, you guys are on Dale's side. If, if there was ever anybody that had been on Dale's side every week throughout his life, it's Sean and Sonny. Fair oh, statement, yeah. right? Yeah, absolutely, man. Absolutely. And and let me tell you why that's true. I know that when all those years when I was traveling around with Dale every week to the racetrack, we would always come back to Dirty Mo Acres, you know, after the race. And there were some years, you know, we were going through a funk or whatever, and, um, uh, you know, on the racetrack, the performance wasn't there. But there was also those years where we were kicking butt. And every Sunday night when we got back to Dirty Mo Acres, you could guarantee that old Sean Brawley was always the first one we'd see. And he'd have a couple of beers waiting on Absolutely. waiting on us, and we'd sit out there on the porch, and we'd sit somewhere and just sit there and talk. We didn't even have to talk about the race. In fact, most times we didn't, did, did we? No, nah, we didn't talk anything about the racing. We just talked about whatever, what was going on yep. in general, what, what I'd done that weekend. That's right. Anything, just had a couple beers and winded down, you know, and that helped. I think that helped him him relax. Have you been in any other commercials with Dale? Yeah, I did. Uh, I helped do one for uh, Amp, I think. That's right. The Dirty Mo Posse? Yeah, the Amp, the Amp thing that was on online, that whole deal. That's right. I helped do it, and uh, there might have been a couple others I can't really remember. You know, a lot of the extras that you see. Oh, the in, Wrangler. Which, what did you do in the, the Wrangler? One, the Wrangler commercial. See, I didn't, I didn't make the cut on that one. Oh, so I was I was grilling. You did you you they left you on the editing room floor. Yeah. I was, oh, I was, you made hey I you made the big one. <laughs> yeah, you made I the did. big one. The nation, my man. You've seen it in the Daytona 500. You see it every week during a race. I see it everywhere. But that was fun. And, and I'm going to tell you something. The nationwide spot that they've got right now might be my all-time favorite Dale Jr. commercial. Yeah, it really. I, may I be. like that commercial, man, because it's uh it's real. It's like, real. It's absolutely what goes on, so. absolutely. It is absolutely as real as it gets. It's authentic, and uh, and it's got our pal Sean Brawley in that's it. That's right. And I'm telling you something. That's, I, I smile every time I see it. And then, and for this segment, when we started this Takes a Nation segment, I've been wanting to get Sean Brawley in this studio uh, just to talk about that. Well, Sean, thanks for coming by. Listen, folks, if you want behind-the-scenes stuff, I, I say it every week, but it really is the truth. Uh, you just follow Nationwide88 on Twitter. Go to Nationwide88 on Facebook. They've got you covered. I noticed uh, just this last week they were doing some behind-the-scenes stuff at Junior Shop. Uh, check them out, follow them, like them, and always remember Nationwide's on your side. Wednesday, tune in to Kelly and her guest of the week on Fastlane Family, presented by Wella Professionals. Thursday, if you haven't heard JR Motorsports up front, you need to co-host Regan Smith and Heath White bring you insight into 
JRM, as well as the hot topics of the week. My man Davis helping him out, too. If you need to get more of a Dale Jr. fix, don't miss said Jr. presented by Nationwide. They keep you up to date on all the juniors at track press conferences. And, of course, don't forget about the Monday recap presented by Spy as we recap the full weekend for the Junior Motorsports Xfinity truck and late model teams as well as Dale's Sprint Cup Series run. And hopefully... Uh-oh, look at Taylor. All right. Got the old clock going. I like it. That, you, like that? you know what? That scared the crap out of me. I thought we had a technical Amanda problem. Jumped. Yeah. <laughs> Amanda jumped. Amanda totally jumped. She's like, what is this? One, if anybody knew what time it was. That's By the right. way, I need to go to the dentist. I got a broke tooth. But before that, let's throw the white flag. White flag right there. White flag. This white flag is brought to you by Tax Slayer, not just because they won the dang race on Saturday, TJ, but some of you have not done your taxes yet, you procrastinators. I haven't done it. You haven't? Not yet. All right. You just go to TaxSlayer.com because, I mean, you'll get a refund probably, TJ, and then <laughs> you can square up with the government. You yeah, don't have them I on do. your back. I mean, you I'm wearing my shoelaces off. It's just easier. <laughs> All right. Dale will be doing some production work for goodies this week. think NASCAR could use a few goodies, powders. I think Biffle needs a box. think Biffle needs a few goodies, yes. powders? Yeah. He's going to be shooting some video with the number 88 Goodies Chevrolet, a car which, in case you didn't know, will compete in the Xfinity Series race at Texas Motor Speedway on Friday, April 10th. Xfinity Series is Friday night, not Saturday. Uh, by the way, there are some discounts and coupons on GoodiesPowders.com. Really easy to take advantage of that. The Xfinity Series is off this weekend, but the Sprint Cup Series is not. A programming note, Sunday's Cup race will be televised on Fox Sports 1, not mm. Fox. Dale Jr. will be in the old Diet Mountain Dew paint scheme, and my man will be going after another grandfather clock. You got that? Hey, you got that sound effect again, there, Taylor? Uh, I can get it for you, absolutely. All right, just get it queued up there. Oh yeah, I like that. Retweet if you want to win a clock. Fave if you want to win a clock. That's right. Lastly, I need to speak directly to you, Dirty Bow Radio listeners. Thank you for listening. Of course, we appreciate it. But also, don't forget that you can go to iTunes. You can rate and review our programs. You can subscribe to our podcast. Get it right on your phone. We were talking to a gentleman in the st- yeah. in the store here right before uh, we started this podcast, telling him how this works. It's a podcast. Not really new, but some people don't know. Follow Dirty Mo Radio on Twitter and buy a Dirty Mo Radio hat, shirt, koozie, decal, whatever you want. Kathy Watkins here at Junior Nation Store says last week that they'll take phone orders now, so you can call 704-799-4808. Place your order. Support us on Dirty Mo Radio. It's that easy. 704-799-4808. That's all, Taylor. He's always Very got good. a one-up. All right. Well, you need to get shirts. I can't take phone orders. Okay. The door Let's go win another clock. Take phone orders. <laughs> TJ is not accepting your phone calls, but we are. <laughs> Thank you to Miss Amanda. Thanks to TJ. Thanks to Mike. Thanks to Dale Jr. My name is Taylor Zarzer. We look forward to talking to you next week on the Dale Jr. Download presented by Spy. for listening to Dirty Mo Radio. Amanda, do you know that I counted 23 beeps in Reaction Theater today? That might actually be a record for us. I don't know if that's a good or bad record. I don't know. I know that you spent a lot of time editing that thing then because uh, that that takes work to have to beep out that many times, right? Yeah, but it's worth it. You know, I'm bringing the listener's voice to America. Right, and beeps. <laughs> You're bringing beeps to America. The one thing they could probably use in their life is a happy lens. It ain't necessarily going to get Biffle out of the way, but it's going to make them a little happier. What do you think? I know where they can get a pair and uh, get a pair at a discount. Tell they me where. Go to spyoptic.com, and if you enter code NATIONWIDE88, that's NATIONWIDE88, 
888 That's right. at checkout and you'll get 20% off your purchase.